Greetings and salutations, Master Dudes and Robins from all the way in Switzerland. And you're tuning in to the Black Hot Fire Radio. And you're listening to the African Diary Show with Katy. Massive. Stay tuned. Salutations, Master Hughes, Angela Robinson, all the way in Switzerland. And you're tuning in to the Black Hot Fire Radio. And you're listening to the African Diary Show with Katy. Massive. Stay tuned. Switzerland, and you're tuning in too. 
the Black Half Fire Radio, and you're listening to the African Diary Show with Kathy. Massive. Stay tuned. Uh, 
yeah, for cargo flights. And also, we shall talking about uh, Ruto Kiki starter. A kickstarting a process of joining Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, headed by China. Yes, those are some of the things we shall be discussing on today's episode. And also, we have uh, a lot coming from Uganda, knowing that it is uh, holding the NAM Summit, the NAM and G77 uh, China Summit. So, yes, there's a lot coming from uh, Uganda, and uh, I've seen right now they are actually arresting people. Let me get, let me get this right. Uganda is detaining homeless people and uh, detaining homeless, raising kiosks ahead of a global summit. This is just crazy. With uh, now they are doing this because they are visitors, or they we have foreigners coming to their country, knowing very well that these people are actually homeless, and now they are detaining them and they are going to put them in prison. Imagine. These people, they have not committed any criminal offense, but just because we have foreigners coming to Uganda, these people will not be seen in the streets. Anyway, we shall be talking about that later on as we get to continue. Yesterday, our main focus of the day was about uh, the uh, Kenyan shillings declining against the U.S. dollar. And uh, I saw that uh, estimates are about now, they are saying that the Kenyan shillings will continue to depreciate uh, than even what we are seeing. Right now we are at 160 point something and uh, we shall also get to see if uh, uh, this is true or uh, if you think guys uh, that this is going to happen because at the end of the day I think yes this is going to happen and uh, it's for a reason. Uh, maybe the reason this is happening is that they want us to take more money or more borrowings so that we get to continue getting indebted. Yes, so so that's uh, those are some of the matters we shall be talking about. And also, I'm seeing. I uh, remember we talked about privatization of uh, our public companies or public assets right here in the 254. So the Kenyan president is calling upon tycoons or. Uh, it's al he's allowing uh, tycoons uh, to take over public companies and uh, now you have to uh, put down or uh, you have to come up with uh, 10 million Kenyan shillings uh, as uh, your security. So we are waiting to see who are going to be the new owners of this uh, state-owned uh, privacy or entities uh, or, and uh, we are going to see how they are going to go or to handle them because at the end of the day, you know, when privatization of public assets happen, sometimes it might, it might end up getting in the wrong hands and uh, the country become messy. So we are waiting, eagerly waiting to see who is going to take uh, these uh, private or uh, public assets and uh, now uh, privatize them or uh, put them as their own. But anyway, those are some of the matters we shall be talking about on today's episode. Keep on interacting with us and Karibuni Sana once again. I hope you feel free to tell me how you're feeling about this, the conversations as we get started. But uh, we shall go back to one more jam. Of course, we started off with an amazing, amazing jam that was Rema. Uh, the jam was a woman. I hope you did get to jam and to eat. But we're going back to one more jam and I'll be back with our quote of the day. In case you have a quote of the day, please make sure you bring it on as well. This is a Tyler. The jam is a truth or dare. Get to jam and to it. Remember to come back with your quote of the day. Hold on. Did you say you're on your way? 
please just remind you to be kind, uh, kind, appreciate the little things, smile, stay humble, do good. Be kind, appreciate the little things, smile, stay humble, and do good. Shout out to Samsi, I'm fine, Samsi, how are you? Shout out to da- Japheto. Ni Japheto Owano. Greetings and salutations, Master Here's Andrew Robinson, all the way in Switzerland. And you're tuning in to the Black Hot Fire Radio. And you're listening to the African Diary Show with Kathy. That's it. is a truth all day and as we get started with our conversation of the day i want us to head straight to the matters are coming from the 254 and this is about the kenyan government allowing tycoons to take over public companies with uh, uh 10 million kenyan shilling security and uh, President William Bruto has advanced his plan to privatize sugar companies after the Ministry of Agriculture advertised bids from private investors. Uh, in a notice contained in local diaries on Tuesday, the State Department for Agriculture in- indicated that it was leasing public sector on sugar companies. It thus demanded a deposit of 10 uh, million Kenyan shillings from prospective investors as security during the bidding process. The head of state first made public uh, his plans to privatize sugar companies in October last year, arguing that the move would make the pro- them profitable and re- re- revitalize the sector. And uh, I don't know you guys what you think about this because of the day we talked about now privatization of these uh, uh, public assets and at the end of the day you know it might land and land to a very good person and also it might land to a very bad person so at the end of the day we don't know who these tycoons are and you know the name tycoon doesn't even smell good or sound good for me but anyway what i feel about this is that now since the agricultural um agricultural uh, sector uh, declined uh, uh, Ruto's move or uh, said not Ruto's move uh, he decided uh, now I'm going to do this we're going to take uh, this and auction this and uh, uh, those the highest bidder is going to get away with this so these people are just icons they are just gamblers you know uh, auctioning is just like gambling but anyway I feel like at the end of the day uh, we are going to wait and see now who is the highest bidder to take over the sugar companies and also at the end of the day i'm just uh, here 
trying to see, you know, who will land this this a sugar company because at the end of the day it might land to a very very bad person to a point that the sugar that we produce in the country will be exported all of it without kenya benefiting from it but the head of state okay sorry i read that during a public address at the time uh, he insisted that uh, uh, the state uh, would ensure prudent management of the factories to safeguard the interests of farmers. Ruto insisted that the terms of engagement with the private investors will center around providing value to farmers and increasing their earnings. We will agree with them to install new machines and pay farmers on time, he told the congregation. And remember, we saw at some point there was this Kericho farmers, uh, workers who were yeah, it is a tea plucking company or a tea company, uh, tea plantation. There's a tea plantation that is in Kericho. We saw the workers over there some time back demonstrating and protesting against these machines because uh, they are coming and overtaking the work, bigger worker. And uh, we saw that one machine was brought and 63 people lost their jobs. If I'm not uh, wrong, it was about 63 to 67 people losing their jobs. And this is one machine. Imagine one machine comes to replace 67 or 63 people in the working industry now or in the company. So what do you feel about this? Because it sounds crazy. The Ruto is saying once are these um, uh, coffee or uh, these uh, tea companies are owned uh, by a private entity, we will have we will have now them bringing machines to work for you. And what is going to be uh, happening with these people who work in those because uh, a machine cannot be operated by more than 10 people. You know, they are going to lose their jobs. And I feel like now we will have the problem of unemployment in our country that is still uh, soaring right now. We have so many people who are unemployed. We have learned people who are still here and struggling to get jobs. So it is just crazy with what is happening. But also remember, you know, this can land to a very on a very good person. But this doesn't mean that also there won't be unemployment. Bringing machines will create a lot of unemployment. Yes, it is good to upgrade. It is good to have all these machines, but now replacing them with human beings or uh, uh, re replacing human beings uh, with machines, it doesn't sound right because where are these people going to eat at the end of the day? Where will they get their uh, source of uh, um, uh, income or where will be the source of income coming from? But anyway, talk to me. Do let me know what you think about that as we get to continue. In the latest advertisement, uh, interested parties were asked to pick detailed documents at Kilimo House after parting with a non-refundable fee of uh, 5,000 Kenyan shillings. Tenders will be opened immediately thereafter in the presence of candidates of their designated representatives uh, who choose uh, to attend at Kilimo House and uh, read the notice signed by the agriculture principal. Uh, they, uh, for the better part of uh, 
his first year in office, the head of state revealed that he was on a mission to improve public sector sugar millers, which had been reeling under a mountain of debt. In August last year, he authorized the state to write off 117 billion Kenyan shillings owned by five government-owned companies. I told uh, you that I will write off all debt at Mumia's uh, sugar company. I did research on debt and cabinet has approved. Uh, Ruto announced uh, to an enthusiastic crowd in Mumia's town. So what does this mean? He wrote off the debt for Mumia's company. Does this mean that he's going to get something from the uh, sugar company? Of course he's going to get because he cannot just do it for free, you know. He cannot just get uh, to write the debt off for free. So he's going to get some shares maybe, or probably all the shares. We don't know. At uh, the moment he tells you that we are going to take the highest bidder, you have to come. It's going to be an auction. We're going to take the highest bidder. It means that now we have a lot of bidders. And remember, he's a, he's, he's a rich man, or he's a wealthy man. So he might decide, I'm sending my person over there to bid for me and uh, he will end up getting or uh, being the highest bidder. But my people, talk to me. Do let me know what you think about that. And uh, also, do let me know what do you think about now President uh, uh, William Ruto calling on tycoons to take over uh, public companies as they are on or uh, now start owning them uh, through auctioning. And now uh, moving on to other different matters. This is about Uganda. Remember yesterday or uh, the day before yesterday I announced that in Uganda we are uh, going or uh, we are going to have the NAM summit. Yes, we have the NAM summit, the NAM summit and also the G77 G77 China summit and uh, uh, in this summit, a lot of crazy things we saw. The first move, uh, you know, the first uh, crazy thing we saw from this summit is that we had the Ugandan government taking its parliamentarians and cabinet secretaries uh, uh, to get educated on uh, how to behave themselves uh, in front of the foreigners. Or when they are mingling with the foreign with the foreigners, or when they are going to have the star the summit kicking off in their country. After that, I also announced that India gave some or donated some amount of money to Uganda to continue with the plan or to facilitate a planning of the summit or a hosting of the summit. So they were donated some cash to host the summit. They had to take some cash from India because they need to organize better places or make sure that the summit is a place where all these foreigners are comfortable. So they got money from India. Other than that, I also saw that now we had... Um, Okay, I forgot about that. But anyway, uh, we had... Uh, wh why am I forgetting? But anyway, away from that, right now I'm seeing... Uh, we are... Okay, we had the guards, sorry. We had the guards. We had the guards being told uh, to keep their firearms at home, not to carry them at the venue of the summit. They should not carry their weaponries or uh, firearms to the venue or uh, to the summit. Because uh, the, I don't know if they are going to scare 
the people attending the summit or the foreigners. I don't know why. And uh, it, it didn't make sense for me why the guards were being told to keep their uh, firearms at home. But later on, uh, today we are seeing that uh, the government of Uganda is uh, detaining homeless, raising kiosks ahead of global summit. And this is coming, of course, from the opposition. And this is just crazy. Why are you detaining homeless people now you want to keep them in prison till the end of the summit this doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense at all but anyway ugandan opposition parties on tuesday said the government was detaining homeless people and raising thousands of roadside kiosks in a cleanup drive before hosting two global summits this month the, uh, the country is currently hosting a non-aligned non movement summit, that is the NAM summit, and also with the heads of state uh, expected to meet on Friday, followed by a gathering of a group of the influential G77 plus China group, which represents 170, sorry, 134 developing country this is just crazy why are they detaining homeless people in the name of a cleanup drive just because we have a summit just because we have foreigners coming to the country these people know we have homeless people in the streets it's just like the way we have we have homeless people everywhere even in new york we have no homeless people even in the u.s we have homeless people you make no point of detaining homeless people and keeping them in those jails just because we have foreigners or a guest coming in the country. Jumbo to you too, General Mosquito, Karibu Sana. All in the name of preparing for the summit, so many lives have been disrupted and some have been completely destroyed as the government tried to put up a fake image, opposition leader Bobby Wine said. More than 3,000 business premises have been demolished in Makindia Division, the neighborhood hosting the summit, said the pop satan politician. Many people, especially the homeless, have been detained and traffic flow has become a nightmare, putting the lives of citizens at a standstill, said the National Unity Platform leader. This is just crazy. Imagine now, if you had your kiosk, it is demolished. Yes, if you have a kiosk, now it's getting demolished in the name of hosting a summit, in the name of we have guests in the country. Imagine, now if you are homeless and you live in the streets of uh, Kampala, you are being detained. Those policemen are coming for you, detained, putting you in these jails just because we have guests in the country or we are expecting guests in the country. This is crazy. It sounds insane because all these Wazungos, they know very well we have street people. We have people living in the streets. Yes, we have homeless people everywhere. It doesn't make sense because I believe, just like I said, we have homeless people in the New York, in the in the US, in the UK, we have homeless people everywhere. So tell me, why are you putting people in jails just because they are homeless and just because you are planning to host a summit? That doesn't make sense for me. 
it doesn't make sense at the end of the day. But uh, wine, uh, whose real name is Robert, uh, uh, challenged veteran president Moyoweri Museveni in Uganda's last election in 2021 and uh, uh, calling for an end of his iron fisted uh, rule. John Kikonyogo, spokesperson for the forum uh, for Democratic Change of Change Opposition Party, said small businesses were forcibly closed by the regime, a regime purportedly to present a more favorable image to the summit visitors. Man, this is just crazy. Why do we have always to, to prove these white men? Why is it always about them? This is your country. Can't you just live by the way you live? Can't you just live by, the, by your own means? Now you have to wipe people, sweep off people from the streets, and that is what they call home. For you to create or to purport a clear or a clean image uh, to these foreigners, while we know very well that these people have been homeless for the longest time. And it's your responsibility as a government to make sure that now these people find homes. And homes are not prisons, homes are not jails. This is just crazy. It is crazy. And most of these people end up in this situation because, one, the economy of the country is so expensive or living standards in the country, the living standards in the country are so expensive to a point that they cannot meet them anymore. So they end up getting back to the streets or living in the streets because they are not able to afford the lifestyle. But the government... Uh, is the only way we can do or we can get to deal with this and also we want to purport a very good image and a clean image of where we don't have homeless people we don't have kiosk kiosks we shall damage demolish the kiosks and also detain these homeless people these people who are calling themselves homeless it doesn't make sense for me and uh, it's, it's just crazy with this Museveni's um, government. This doesn't even make sense. But anyway, this is what has been happening. I mean, it is what has been happening. You know, these roads, I saw the number of roads that were crossed or that are crossed in, uh, in uh, Uganda, sorry. Yes, we have so many roads uh, closed in Uganda in the name of the summit. So now the lifestyle of these Ugandans or the common you common Ugandans are at standstill. If you're no one in Uganda, you're just a normal citizen. Your life is brought to a standstill just because you have visitors in your country. Man, visitors are not supposed to take me back to suffering. I believe, you know, in our culture or what I know from uh, what my mom taught me. Visitors are, are a very good thing. You're actually supposed to be celebrating visitors because it means that you're a very a good person to host people. But what we're seeing from these African countries, it's like now we have to create an impression to these visitors. You know, visitors are supposed to come and understand the situation you are at, no matter what, because this is not their home. Remember when you told, uh, when you go to... Um, Israel, do as the Israelites do. 
When you go to Kenya, do as the Kenyans do. So if you come to my home, you find me sitting on a jerry can, you'll have to sit on it. But right now, we are at a point that we have to create an impression to these foreigners. We have to impress them. And this doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense at all because how are we going to benefit from impressing these people? How? Now you are detaining your own people, putting them in jails. Just because they are homeless, you don't want them to be seen in the streets in the name of creating an impressive image to the foreigners. This is nonsense. It's nonsense. But anyway, a food vendor along the highway connecting Uganda's capital, Kampala, to the main international airport said police ordered her to close her, her business for security reasons. When I reported to work the next day, the stall, the utensils, the fresh and uh, juice I left the previous night uh, were all destroyed. The authorities have banned most of motorcycle and taxis from operating in, Kampa in Kampala for the duration of the summit, clearing them out of their traditional past zones. Hajat Minsa Kabanda, the minister for Kampala, told AFP that the government had warned people that some that uh, that some of their businesses were illegal and structures unplanned. All of that information was passed to the people, and many understood and vacated peacefully. She said, according to the information, uh, Minister Chris Bayomunsi. Uh, about 4,000 visitors, including over 50 heads of state, uh, have a confirmed attendance in, of, at the two summits. The non-aligned movement was founded at six, founded 63 as years ago and uh, to give a greater voice to countries uh, squeezed in the power struggle between United States and Soviet Union. This, this is just crazy. Not just because we have foreigners coming from uh, the U.S. coming from wherever or which parts of the country, a continent. This doesn't mean that you have to detain your homeless people and put them in jails in the name of creating an image. This doesn't have to go like this. Now, you are destroying people's businesses. You're even telling them to remove those structures just because we have guests in the country. Man, this doesn't make sense for me, but you can as well tell me what you think about this because this is terrible, it is also crazy, and this doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right at all, at all, at all. But anyway, talk to me. Remember, we are active on our WhatsApp number. You can call in. You can tell me what you think about this as we get to continue with our conversations right here on the African Diary Show. I see Chris Laurie is saying, wow, that's terrible. Yes, it is. It is terrible. And it doesn't even make sense for the government to detain homeless people to create an impression for the uh, for the guest or uh, for the uh, summit visitor. But anyway, that is what is happening in Uganda. You know, I told you we started from the uh, from the uh, from the government uh, taking its uh, parliamentarians to a school where they need to be taught on how to behave in front of those guests. And then we had the guards being told not to carry their firearms 
at the venue or the summit venue. And remember, these are the people keeping safety for the visitors. They were told to keep their firearms homes. Firearms homes, you know. So it doesn't make sense. But anyway, keep on interacting with me to let me know what are your thoughts regarding that uh, conversation as we get to continue to other different matters. Yes? And, uh, okay, uh, this, uh, on Monday, I mentioned about uh, Comoros elections. And, uh, yes, Comoros went to the post yesterday. And I wonder how they have already come up uh, with uh, uh, the results. Yes, they went to the elections yesterday. They casted their, their, uh, their votes yesterday. And uh, right now, they have a new, not a new president, but they already know who the president is, the new elect. Not actually new elect, because this was the previous president. It's just crazy, but on a Monday, we talked about Asmani uh, trying to buy for the fifth term, and uh, he actually has gotten it. And this means that this puppet president... Or uh, the uh, the controllers, the uh, the cats with the biggest hearts, are not ready to get rid of this puppet. So the Commonwealth President Azali Asmani has won a new five-year. Oh my God! Um, I have a, a very a very big problem with my sight. I can't even see uh, far right now. I don't know what is happening. But you, the Commonwealth President Azali Asmani has won a new five-year term. Uh, the cat. The country's electoral body announced late Tuesday. This is uh, this is as Jan as the 16th. Hello to you too, Kipsino. Karibu san, and thank you very much for joining me. And on Wednesday, scaffolds were reported in the capital, Moroni, following the pro uh, proclamation of the results. Uh, the election held on Sunday, sorry, uh, the elections were held on Sunday, uh, was marked by allegations of fraud and irregularities as Asumani faced off against five opponents, ultimately winning with 62.97% of the votes. And uh, results published uh, by the Independent National Electoral Commission announced a voter turnout uh, at 16.3%, and the climate was uh, tense uh, on the archipelago as Camorras uh, awaited the results. So about 340,000 voters were called to choose a president and governors in Africa's first election of 2024. So... Yes, those people are not ready for a new puppet. It's not yet time for a new puppet for the Comoros people. And uh, it is still crazy because if you look at the years uh, this person or Asumani has uh, led or has ruled uh, in Comoros, he has ruled for a, for a minute. And I was looking at his time. There was a time he was a president uh, since 2002 to what year? 2006 and then he dropped he was also a president in 2016 i don't know to which year but at the end of the day it doesn't even make sense having all these puppet presidents and nothing is continuing yes having all these puppet presidents and nothing is going on for our country 
it doesn't even make sense because at the end of the day okay now he was re-elected he has been re-elected what is going to happen what change are we going to see it's the same 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 nonsense we have seen for the longest time and they all come up with the same strategy campaign agenda the whole agenda it's like they are written for that is a, a copy written for all these puppet presidents when they go to campaigns just come write this down or uh, tell these people tell these two people and uh, when you tell them you're going to uh, construct the roads for them you're going to create a uh, good schools for them they will fall in they will fall in for your trap and that's it you will become the president again but remember it doesn't even work like that those people are just put there selected and this is why i'm saying it seems like it's not new time it's not yet time for a new puppet in comoros but anyway talk to me but i'm having a terrible <laughs> eyesight my my eyes are aching and uh, i don't love it but anyway uh, talk to me. Do let me know what you think about that as we get to continue. Shout out to Samsi. I see you. Karibu sana. Uh, Steve, Steve Ranka is in the building. Karibu sana. And uh, I see Kipsino is saying, where are your glasses? My glasses are not even for the hospital. Anyway, I have them, but they won't work with this light. But anyway, we get to continue with our show for today. Uh, this is about uh, something I wanted to discuss yesterday. Remember, yesterday... Uh, the lights went out when I was actually introducing my show, so I didn't get to do the show. So, yesterday I wanted to talk about how the Kenyan currency is depreciating. And not, leave alone even uh, right now, what we know right now, it has hit, let me check. Yesterday it was at 160 point uh, something, let me check uh, what, um, le, uh, one dollar to Kenyan shillings. You know, it's increasing every day. You see, yesterday it was at 160. Today it's at 161. Yes, I'm telling you, the Kenyan shillings is depreciating every day against the dollar. And not only against the dollar, it's even depreciating against the Tanzanian shillings and the Ugandan shilling as well. So I don't know what is really happening, but yes, yesterday is uh, this is what I wanted us to discuss. And since we didn't get to talk about it, let's talk about it right now. So Kenyan shillings has a hit uh, historic lows against the US dollar, and the Kenyan shillings has a hit a historic low against the dollar sinking below the 160 marker on Monday, January 15th, 2024. So right now, it is at 161.24. So to, tomorrow we might wake up to 161.9 something. And maybe on Friday, it will be at 162. Next week, 163. We are going to get to a place where it gets to even 170. And this is clearly insane. What is happening to our currency? Why is it depreciating just like that? And it's depreciating against the US dollar. And forget even about the US dollar right now. It's de depreciating against the Tanzanian shillings and the Ugandan shillings. So what is really happening to the Kenyan shillings? In case you have any idea, kindly talk to us because this sounds insane. But anyway, as we get to continue, uh, what I'm seeing is that 
According to official data by Central Bank of Kenya, one US dollar was costing 160.2384 Kenyan shillings as, uh, as of Monday, January 15, and the sterling pound had hit a high of 204.7687 Kenyan shillings while the euro was going at 175.9498 Kenyan shillings. I see um, Kipsino is saying the pound is at 200. It's actually at 204. It's actually at 205 right now. Yes. The Kenyan shillings is depreciating. The euro is at 175. And it's actually heading to 177 because I see it's 9498. So it's it's uh, like uh, how many cents to 176? And maybe today is at 177. So it's just crazy. But in December, CPK or Central Bank of Kenya hiked uh, the benchmark uh, the benchmark lending rates. To the depreciation of the shillings against the uh, major international currencies in December uh, 2023, CBK raised uh, the benchmark lending rate to a historic high of 12.5 percent from uh, from 10.5 percent, attributing to the sneaking shilling against the dollar, which contributes uh, to the um half, which contributes almost half to. Uh, the country's inflation. We, thus by sh uh, by the shilling, had been overvalued for quite some time. There has been since a significant uh, adjustment, and uh, we now feel that the shilling has depreciated enough, and uh, actually may have overshot uh, the rate required uh, for equilibrium. CBK Governor Kamau Duge said on December 6, uh, 2023. And uh, several entities recorded slumped profits in 2023. Most of the most of which attributed to paper loss due uh, to the depreciating shillings. The shilling has depreciated from 119.112 per dollar in August 2022 uh, to the current rate of 160.24 Kenyan shillings. Imagine this is just crazy, and we're seeing right now. Yes.
service has risen thereby offsetting some of the gains uh, are made towards the government's strong fiscal consolidation CBK stated and the domestic market commercial banks will be forced to increase the interest rates of the loans extended to businesses and households but do you think that this is going to help and we saw last month it was last month they increased the lending rates and we're still seeing the inflation we're seeing the currency depreciating so do you think that now when they increase or they now they move to a new high do you think that this is going to change in any way of course it's not going to create any change so at the end of the day our currency is depreciating our currency is losing value my people it is losing, but, but, but do you think that they are telling us this so, so that you can start saving in the U.S. dollars? You know, are they saying this so that we start saving in the, in now, uh, without our currencies? We can start saving with the U.S. dollar, maybe with the pounds, maybe with the euros. Is that what is really happening? Because I feel like this is what is really happening. You know, they might even tell us so that now Kenyans can start trading with the U.S. dollar, can start taking trade seriously using the U.S. dollar, using the uh, euros or pounds. I think that is really what is happening because at the end of the day, you can tell me that our currency is depreciating that easily, like that fast. And last month also, so uh, the uh, chair of the CBK, Central Bank of Kenya, coming right here and telling us that our currency has been overvalued for the longest time. How do you mean, or what do you mean by telling us that the Kenyan shillings have, has been overvalued? What do you mean by that? Because I believe this was trading equally to the other currencies. So what do you mean by saying that the currency has been overvalued for the longest time and right now we are starting to see it's a real place? I don't think this makes sense. At the end of the day, I believe there's some uh, game they are playing with us right here and they might be telling us all this so that we can take now trading with uh, the US dollar or other currencies seriously. Because I don't get the point why they are saying this. But also remember, uh, <laughs> I see Kipsino is saying we have an economical crisis right now. The economical crisis is everywhere. Look at Uganda, you know, and by the fact that uh, we saw last, it was last week where Tanzania was named among uh, the least indebted African countries. Uh, it doesn't mean that also the economy is very good in that country, but now compared to other countries like Kenya, Kenya is doing it. It's worst. You know, Kenya is the most, I feel like Kenya is one of the most indebted countries right here in Africa. And by the fact that our president is a pilot puppet, he's still continuing taking more debts, taking more loans all the time and making sure that Kenya is among the, the, the highest or the most indebted African countries. But tell to me, what do you think? Why do you think that the Kenyan shilling is depreciating all time, every day? I see Kipsino is saying corruption is a major hindrance in our country. Very true, corruption, but this doesn't mean that other countries are not corrupt. Corruption is everywhere. And 
You know, corruption is everywhere in Africa. If you have not traveled, you won't know what I'm talking about. But in case you've traveled even outside Kenya, you will see. You're saying that other countries are not corrupt. Go to Nigeria, my brother. You don't know what you're talking about. Go to even the neighboring country. Go to Uganda. Go even to Tanzania. You'll need to bribe in case you don't have everything you require. You'll need to bribe to get into that country. Yeah, imagine corruption is everywhere, in Africa especially, and it's majorly affecting Africans because we took it seriously. Right now, everybody wants tea, everybody wants to be bought for tea because, uh, you know, they all concerned about themselves. But anyway, away from that, I want us to move uh, to the main focus of the day real quick so that we get uh, to... Uh, wind up with our show for today i see we have eight minutes left right here so let's get to move on real quick to our main focus of the day this is about south sudan uganda ending up uh, substandard goods uh, ending our trade uh, in substandard goods and i was checking the meaning of sub substandard goods uh, in case you don't un understand what is, uh, what this means a, stamp, uh, a substandard service or product is unacceptable because uh, it is below a required standard and uh, residents in general are poor and under-educated under, under and live in substandard housing calling called advanced learners literary. Anyway, so the meaning of um, substandard is uh, unacceptable because it is uh, below the required standard. So, South Sudan and Uganda Bureau of Standards have resolved uh, to jointly clamp down on uh, cross-border trade in counterfeit goods by ensuring better standards and quality of their respective goods. And uh, I thought that this move was going to take its role fast in Nigeria because in Nigeria, this is what we saw uh, during the festivity seasons, people announcing that they had a lot of counterfeit goods in the market. And also right here in the 254, I've seen and we've witnessed a lot of substandard goods uh, that are circulating everywhere. But this is a very good move because uh, if uh, now all African countries are uh, and start doing this jointly, we will stop having or we will start now uh, checking on the quality of products we bring to the market. Look at uh, look at uh, Kenya right now. We have the China Square where you will find a lot of substandard goods because these are China-made objects. Uh, China made rejects that they cannot use in their country, so they come to dump them in Africa. And uh, most of these things are actually not made in Africa. Most of these substandard sub goods uh, are coming from countries like China because uh, these people are the ones making a lot of substandard goods and dumping them in Africa. So I believe that this is a very good move, but at the end of the day, are they going to stop or are they going to check on where they are coming from? Because when they say they are going to clamp down the substandard goods or the entry of substandard goods, they should start with who are bringing these substandard goods to the country. And where are they coming?
coming from and why are they ending up in our countries as African people because uh, that is the main cause of uh, having substandard goods why do we have substandard goods in the country that is one of the reasons or that is one of the questions that these people should be asking themselves of course it has to be China China is making a lot of goods uh, and uh, most of it are rejects which they cannot use in their country so they end up dumping them in Africa this is what is happening also yesterday I was announcing that uh, the Kenyan president was talking about Japan coming to uh, auction their cars right here in Kenya a place called Naivasha in Naivasha we have a dry port so yeah of course they are going to be auctioned in Naivasha and they are going to be auctioning these cards in Kenyan shillings, not even US dollars. So where are these cards coming from and why are they even auctioning them at these cheaper prices? Because he said that these cards will be very cheap. Because these cards are substandard, road and worthy cards are very poor cards very badly made cars but we as Kenyans because we believe a car is a car you know we have people who don't even understand how a car should be how a car should like how a should look like how the engine of the car is supposed to be they just want to take the car I own a car we have people who are like I own a car that is it they all, all they care is owning a car so you'll find that most of these cars are substan uh, substandard cars uh, and they are going to be right here in Kenya and they are going to be sold to Kenyans of course so at the end of the day I feel like we also as the citizens we have a major contribution of this or on this because uh, we end up allowing these substandard products we end up consuming, consuming them knowing very well that these goods are substandard because they are at they are coming to us at a cheaper price this is why we welcome them this is why we allow them and this is why we we love to use them because they are coming to us very cheap very cheap they are very cheap compared now to the quality products so at the end of the day i believe if we stop consuming these substandard goods as also the consumers this now these uh substandard goods will end in the market because if they don't have consumers nobody is going uh, to bring them to us so let's stop it as also we help the government to stop it you know a change starts from you. If you don't want something in market, you stop consuming it. They will stop bringing it. But I see General Mosquito is saying safety is very important when it comes to motor vehicles. Very true. But we have people who are just like, I want to own a car. As long as they have a car, that's it. That's it for them. But anyway. I was talking about substandard goods, and uh, this was a, was in a joint meeting held in Nimule between the South Sudan uh, Nation Bureau, National Bureau of the Standards, uh, and the Uganda National uh, Bureau of Standards uh, on issues affecting transboundary trade. The meeting was co-chaired by Dr. Korea Kwawai, chairperson of the South Sudan Bureau of Standards. And also we had a Mr. Richard and acting executive director of Uganda Bureau of Standard. According to SSNBS press statement, the meeting discussed standards and quality related issues on serious mainly maize and issues of satisfaction, sorry, certificate.
a laboratory analysis of the maize flour. The meeting was also discussed the quality of other perishable goods, including fruit and vegetables, dairy products, chicken and chicken products. On the other hand, the officials discussed certification of the South Sudan products, such as preserved fish products and tea clothes. In the resolution, the government agreed that cereal and cereal products, mainly made flour, from the Republic of Uganda must be accompanied with a certification permit from the UNBS. South Sudan's, uh, South Sudan also requested that the products are such as fruits and vegetables, dairy products, uh, chicken and chicken products, fish and fish products must be accompanied uh, with the SPS uh, certificate from the SPS competent authorities in Uganda. I feel like this is a very good move because at the end of the day, we are going to see now a change in this. If they are going to take it keenly, we're going to see a change on what we are consuming, a change on what we're getting in the market. Because we cannot keep on taking these substandard goods. And these are the goods bringing cancer to our body. Yes, they are the goods, especially these men's products, this, you know, this food stuff. They're the ones carrying these cancerous cells everywhere. And just because you're taking them without even uh, being concerned. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. You just end up getting cancer. So at the end of the day, please make sure. Make sure you are even keen on what you're eating. But also, if you make sure that you notice a uh, substandard good in the market, just drop it. Drop it. Stop consuming it. And with that, you're also helping cut the problem of having these substandard goods. Because without the consumers, they are not going to get anywhere. They're not going to be bought by anyone. So it's like a dead stock in the market. And once the people bringing them to us notice they are becoming to uh, get uh, here like a, or as a dead stock, it means that they are not going to bring them anymore. But anyway, my people, we shall wrap it up right there. Santini Sana for keeping in the Blackout Fire Network. I hope you have enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much for the perfumes, Santi Sana. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Romeo. I see Sugar Lamp, uh, 03 in the building, uh, Santi Sana as well. Thank you, General Mosquito, and to all the silent li listeners we had in the building. Uh, we had uh, the likes of uh, we had uh, Bobby Music, we had uh, Chris Lowry, uh, DJ Ngesto, and sugar lamp in the building. Asantini Sana for keeping it the blackout fire network, even though you didn't tap the screen for me, but you kept it the blackout fire network. You didn't touch that then for real. But anyway, my people, we are leaving it at that. So hope to see you tomorrow. And also, I hope you get to interact with us and do let us know what is going on. Make sure we uh, you get back with us right here. We will be back in a few minutes with the uh, to bang a show and you know for a minute i didn't realize today was wednesday and on wednesdays we're supposed to do wellness wednesday but anyway didn't you love today's content of course you did but anyway my people enjoy the rest part of your day hope to see you on the next episode of to bang see you later this is uh okay who is this this is tyler the jump is true though there get to jump and to meet Greetings and salutations, Master Here's Andrew Robinson, all the way in Switzerland. And you're tuning in to 
the Black Hot Fire Radio, and you're listening to the African Diary Show with Katie. Massive. <laughs> 